0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of How's We Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you new ways to better manage yourself. My name is Maria Bianco, and in today's episode, we're going to focus on celebrating diversity. So, diversity has become somewhat of a buzzworthy topic over the last couple of years. And we really wanted to take a moment to call out that buzzworthiness aside, Diversity is a really complex and really layered topic that we need to make an active and consistent effort in pursuing. So for those of you who are familiar with the House competency model, celebrates diversity is one of the behaviors that we look at to measure employee success and for good reason. Celebrating diversity means that we embrace the value that diversity brings to an organization. But in order for us to really value and celebrate everything that diversity brings to an organization, we really have to understand what diversity means and be able to understand how its presence can really allow us to achieve our best work and become the best version of ourselves. So I want to start off by digging into what diversity means because, again, it's a very complex topic that encompasses more than we might think. When we hear the word diversity, Sometimes, and perhaps too commonly, we think of it in terms of characteristics, like race or gender, but this is a very narrow view of diversity that doesn't accurately capture its complexity, because yes, diversity does include those characteristics, but diversity also encompasses things like our worldview, our life experiences, our education, religion, age, sexual orientation, gender identity... The list goes on and on, but it makes sense, right? There's so many things that make each of us uniquely, well, us. And it just goes to show that diversity goes so much deeper than what we see or perceive. What's also interesting is that our identity can be wrapped up in many of these different dimensions of diversity. And there's a term for this that I've started researching a lot more recently, and it's something we could do another separate episode on altogether, but it's this concept of intersectionality or how our identities are often overlapping in these many different areas of, of diversity and how many of us have our own unique experiences with feeling excluded, marginalized, or oppressed. So we need to remember that celebrating diversity means acknowledging and recognizing all of the intricate and intersectional layers that make up who we are. So we know what diversity is, but why does it matter? Well, first, we need to break this down a bit because we can't really talk about diversity without talking about the relationship between diversity, equity, and inclusion. There's a quote from Dr. Dafina Lazarus, or D.L. Stewart, which I think captures these concepts perfectly. And I've condensed it a bit for the sake of this podcast, but she says, diversity asks who is in the room? Equity asks, who is trying to get into the room but can't? While inclusion asks, have everyone's ideas been heard? So our success as a business requires that we acknowledge how all of these concepts go hand in hand. And really what all of this boils down to is when we're in an environment where we see representation at all levels of a variety of cultures, backgrounds, and ways of thinking we're much more likely to feel comfortable being ourselves and bringing our true selves to work. And therefore, we're more likely to be comfortable sharing our ideas and perspectives. This in turn leads us to feeling a greater sense of belonging, which makes us more motivated, more productive, and fuels our creativity. Without these things, we may not feel that sense of belonging and we might believe that our perspectives aren't valued. And in that kind of environment, we're likely to be less engaged and less motivated. But don't just take my word for it. There's a ton of research that shows that in the absence of diversity and belonging, productivity and creativity suffer. And to me, this makes sense. A group of people who all think the same way or have the same backgrounds, to me, would likely be less creative or innovative than a group of people with very different personalities, perspectives ideas. But here's some data to support this. Studies show that diverse teams are 87% better at making decisions, while diverse management teams in particular lead to a 19% higher revenue for organizations. And inclusive companies are 1.7 times more likely to be innovative than organizations lacking inclusive environments. In addition, two out of three job candidates seek companies that have diverse workforces. So, diversity not only helps us perform better and achieve more, but it also helps us to attract and retain quality talent and to cultivate a really high quality work environment. So, again, and as a lot of data supports, diversity is so much more than a buzzword. The thing is, we can talk about these concepts. All day long, and we can make sense of the fact that they matter. But more than just talking about them and asserting that they're important, we have to ask ourselves what are some steps or actions we can take to work towards meaningful change? And by meaningful change, I mean how can we contribute to an environment that allows us to make stronger decisions, be more innovative, and more effortlessly achieve our objectives? So let's go through a few tips for celebrating diversity and keeping diversity, equity, and inclusion top of mind in the workplace. Tip number one, be aware of your own biases. We all have biases. This is just a simple fact. And research has actually shown that the vast majority of the decisions that we make are based on biases or beliefs or intuition not on facts or logic. So our first step towards celebrating diversity and creating an inclusive environment has to start with us. It has to start with us acknowledging our own biases and actively working to combat them. But I'll be honest, situations where we're having to challenge our beliefs and unlearn some things it can be pretty uncomfortable and it's really difficult to do. But I will let you in on something as someone who is still learning and going through this process. It is okay to feel uncomfortable. In fact, I would argue that if you aren't uncomfortable during the process of unlearning and relearning, you may not be doing it right. And no one expects us to get it right the first time. Learning and unlearning, it takes time. And remember, this is about progress, not perfection. But if you're not sure where to start, we've got a couple things that can get you started. So we've included a link under the resources at the bottom of this episode where you can find an article with some common biases to be aware of and some tips for combating them. We've also linked a previous episode that we did about uh, unconscious bias And you can also take advantage of opportunities to participate in the development courses that we offer here at House, all of which help develop your skills in areas like being more self-aware, understanding different perspectives, and creating the best environment for all houses. So speaking of creating the best environment for all houses, that brings us to tip number two, which is to be an ally. So an ally is a person or an organization that helps another group in a particular activity. Allies are also individuals who are not members of an underrepresented group, but who take action to support that group. So celebrating diversity through allyship may look like speaking up if you hear or see something that's not appropriate, or amplifying and championing voices that may not have had the opportunity to be heard. Maybe you're in a Zoom meeting, for example, and you notice your colleagues constantly speaking over your teammate. Let's call them Andy. Try opening the space, maybe with something like, I think Andy had something to share, or I know that Andy had a really great idea about this. Or maybe you're noticing the same few people tend to consistently dominate team conversations. Well, again, try opening the space, maybe with something like, Maybe we can hear from someone who hasn't spoken up yet. Or does anyone else have any new or different thoughts about this that they'd like to add? Now if you're looking for other ways to take action, we are working on building an allyship program here at House led by some members of our Diversity and Inclusion Life at House group. So if you're interested in learning about more, more about this Life at House group or being a part of this initiative, make sure that you reach out to us. You can find our email address in the resources at the bottom of this episode. And speaking of Life at House, that brings us to tip number three. Participation in Life at House groups is a great way to celebrate diversity and continue our efforts towards equity and inclusion in the workplace. These groups connect you with a diverse group of peers from all across the company, who you can not only learn from, but who you might also realize that you share similar values or interests with. These groups are employee-led, and they create a space where employees can come together over a shared vision or purpose. We have many groups at HOWES, again including DI at house and LGBTQ at house. Both groups share a similar mission, which is to create a safe space for employees to express themselves by embracing and accepting our differences and celebrating what makes each of us unique. I'd also like to call out that this month is Pride Month. So you've probably seen some emails from our Workplace Experience team about a variety of very fun events taking place in honor of Pride. So make sure to check them out and get involved. And I'd like to give a special shout out to M Gunther who co-leads LGBTQ+ at House and was recently featured on our House blog. A full list of our groups can be found on Clubhouse under the space Life at House. And in that space you can also find more information about starting your own Life at House group. Maybe you don't see one at the moment that resonates with you or that you identify with. And if that's the case, we definitely encourage you to start your own. So these tips are just the tip of the iceberg, no pun intended, when it comes to raising our awareness and celebrating diversity in the workplace. This certainly isn't a comprehensive list of everything that we can do to further these efforts. And in a 12 or 13-minute podcast, we're barely scratching the surface of these topics. But any step, no matter how small it might seem, towards creating an environment that embraces diversity, fosters inclusion, and creates a sense of belonging, I think is a step in the right direction. But I do have to call out that we each have to choose to be an active participant in our learning and our journey towards understanding the value of diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Because again, diversity is so much more than a buzzword. When we embed diversity into the culture of our organization and truly celebrate it, we can see a significant impact on our personal and professional growth and success. And at the end of the day, our diverse perspectives and backgrounds are what will continue to inspire innovation and progress as we continue to make things happen and build the future here at House. So that's all that I've got for you for this week's episode of Howes We Manage. I hope you have a great week and I look forward to seeing you next time.